need. One need. Didn't say needs. Didn't make it plural. But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. God shall supply all my need. You know what the extent of my need is? Is I need to be filled with his spirit. I need to be filled with his spirit. God shall supply all my need. And when I'm filled with his spirit, he told us in Matthew, he said, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. When we're filled with his spirit, we're seeking first his kingdom. And we're seeking first his righteousness. Hallelujah. And all these things shall be added unto you. Hallelujah. That's why Jesus told him. He said, don't take any thought for what you're going to eat or what you're going to wear. Don't even think about tomorrow because all you need is me. Hallelujah. All you need is my spirit living inside of you. Hallelujah. I can take care of all your needs. Hallelujah. If you allow his spirit to fill and completely fill that one need that you have. He can completely take care of all your circumstances. If you're filled with the Holy Ghost, you don't have a problem giving your needs to God. Because your need is satisfied. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Verse 2. Psalms 23 verse 2 goes on to say, he said, he maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He provides my sustenance. He provides what I need to live. Jesus said that if you need to find sustenance, that you can find it in him. John chapter 10 verse 9 said, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. John chapter 6 verse 35 said, and Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life. I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger. Hallelujah, you're worried about what you're going to eat tomorrow. Don't worry about that. Let your soul be filled tonight. Hallelujah, if you have of the bread of Jesus Christ, you shall never hunger. Hallelujah, Jesus provides the water that allows us to never become thirsty again. John 4 and 14, he told the, the woman at the well, he said, But whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give, him shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. Again, we go back to John, 6, John chapter 6, 35. It says, Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger, and he that believeth on me shall never thirst. I'm telling you, God shall supply all our need. You need, are you hungry? You need Jesus Christ. Are you thirsty tonight? Why don't you fill up on Jesus Christ tonight? Why don't you get a new, brand new dose of the Holy Ghost? Why don't you let the Holy Ghost fill you to overflowing again? Oh, Lord. Hallelujah.
there. Somebody get it tonight. You need to be refilled with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah, you're struggling in your walk with God. You wake up in the morning and you're hungry and you're thirsting for the things of the Spirit. Hallelujah, how full are you on the Holy Ghost? How full is Jesus in your life? Hallelujah, how much of your need has he satisfied? Hallelujah. Praise God. Verse number three goes on to say, he restoreth my soul. Hallelujah, when you're worn out, when you feel like everything is gone, when you feel like you won't make it any further, he is our restoration. Isaiah chapter 28 verses 11 and 12 says, for with stammering lips and another tongue will he speak to, his peop to this people. Hallelujah. What's he talking about? He's talking about the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah, he's talking about the Holy Ghost. Going on to verse number 12, said to whom he said, this is the rest. Oh, you're not getting it tonight. For with the stammering lips and another tongue will he speak to this people. To whom he said, this is the rest wherewith ye may cause the weary to rest. And this is the refreshing, yet they would not hear. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. That's why in Acts chapter 2, hallelujah, the people flooded out into the streets because they were filled with the Holy Ghost. Their need was satisfied. Hallelujah. Their need was overflowing because his spirit was inside of them. Hallelujah. Abundantly. Hallelujah. The apostles didn't just stop in Acts chapter 2. You can go on to verse... Uh, chapter 4 verse 31 after they had been beaten for preaching the gospel of Christ hallelujah they got together and they began to pray together verse 31 of Acts chapter 4 says and when they had prayed the place was shaken where they were assembled together and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and they spake the word of God with boldness they didn't care what the circumstance was they just came out of they didn't care what those, those people told them not to do. They were faced with a decision that they had to make. Am I going to put the kingdom of God first? Am I going to continue to preach the gospel of peace? Or do I not preach anymore in the name of Jesus? That's what they had told them. They commanded them not to speak at all in this name and beat them and sent them on. But what they did, they found a place to pray. They found a place to get their need met again. Hallelujah. They had to go back and satisfy the need that they had. Hallelujah. Praise God. I'm telling you, somebody here tonight, everybody here tonight needs to resatisfy that need. Hallelujah. Did you just come to sit on a pew this evening? Or did you come to resatisfy that need? Did you come to the house of God to do what God created the house of God for? And that was for him to meet with his people. And for him to meet your need according to his riches and glory. Hallelujah. Did you come in this house hungry tonight? Did you come in this house thirsty tonight? Hallelujah. He can provide you pasture to eat of. He can provide you water to drink of. Hallelujah. And you will never, never, never thirst again. Hallelujah. Praise 
God. Praise God. When we're weak, it's his spirit that gives us strength. Hallelujah. You're not going to find strength in yourself. You're not going to find strength in yourself. Hallelujah. How many have tried that before? <laughs> it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Hallelujah. We have one need. There's only one void, and only he can fill that void. There's only one place in our hearts, and only he can fill that place in our hearts. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Psalms chapter 23, verse 3 goes on, and it says, He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Hallelujah. When we can't find our own way, I know we've all tried. He comes. He finds us. The parable that he told, the shepherd left the 90 and 9 because one lamb went astray. You can't tell me he's not interested in you. Oh, come on. I said, you cannot tell me that God's not interested in you. If God wasn't interested in you, he wouldn't have saved your soul in the first place. You've let the devil talk too long. You've allowed the devil to persuade you against the truth. And I'm here to tell you tonight, Jesus came into this place because he saw that your need was not satisfied. Mm. You're gonna leave this place unsatisfied tonight. It's not his fault because he wants to satisfy your need tonight. Hallelujah. He came in this place. His power is so strong. His power was strong last week. His power is strong this week. Hallelujah. It's not his will that anybody should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Hallelujah. I don't care what the devil's told you. My God is real. I don't serve a dead God. Not even in my notes. I don't even know why I'm going here. I, I'm telling you, I serve a live and well God. His word is alive and well today. So you're going to tell me. You're going to tell me that his word's alive, but God's not. It doesn't work that way, honey. His word is alive. His word is effective right here and right now. And he said, I will supply all your need. All of your need. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, if you're struggling with your question, if you're struggling with your faith tonight, maybe you need to resatisfy that need. Maybe you need a renewing in the Holy Ghost tonight. Hallelujah, I need a renewing of the Holy Ghost every time I come in the back doors of this church. Hallelujah, I can't leave this place. I can't leave this place without being refilled with the Holy Ghost. I can't live one day without being refilled with the Holy Ghost. I can't make it one second without being filled with His Spirit. I'm telling you, you can't find your way. He's going to come and find you. 
And he'll lead you back. He'll take you where you need to be. When you're overwhelmed in the heat of life, your friends are trying to persuade you you don't need that church. Let me tell you, you need the church. Hallelujah. You can't make it without your brothers and your sisters. Hallelujah. You've got to have your brothers and your sisters. My Jesus. Hallelujah. We've got to have one another. Hallelujah. You want to see revival break out in a life that like God's promise? Why don't you go to somebody that you ain't been to in a long while and put your arm around their neck and say, hey, I love you. I'm praying for you. Hallelujah. Can we worship together for a little while? Hallelujah. Can we run the aisles together for a little bit? Hallelujah. Can we worship him for a little while together? Hallelujah. I need my brother. I need my sister. Hallelujah. If I didn't have my brother and sister, I wouldn't have somebody to pray for me. I wouldn't have somebody to pray with me. Hallelujah. God put us together in this body for a reason. Brother Dale, I need you. I can't function properly without you. Larissa, I've got to have you. This body would not be complete without you. You know who you are. You know what's going on in your mind. Let me tell you something. God grafted you into this body. God put you here. And I'm going to tell you right now, I'm stepping out on a limb. I'm going to tell you it's not God that's telling you you need to move on down the road. What's the devil's main job? To divide, to destroy. He knows if he can get it odds between me and Jasmine, then he might be able to get it odds between me and Kiana. And then next thing I know, I'm at odds with Brother Chad. And then we got a division in the midst of the church. I feel the Holy Ghost here tonight. We can't allow the enemy to step in this place. We can't allow him to get a stronghold on any of us. I need you. Brother Goff, I need you. Brother Sean, I've got to have you. Brother Wisdom, this church won't be the same if you're not here. Hallelujah. The devil wants to destroy this church, and I'm telling you this right now. None of this stuff's in my notes. The devil has seen and he's heard every promise God has put forth to this congregation. Do you believe that? Do you still believe the promises that God gave to us? Do you still believe God's going to give us 500 souls? Do you still believe we're going to build that church just down, just, just, just behind here? (laughs) 
This is not where I intended it to go, but I'm telling you, if the devil can work his way into this church and he can put a seed of doubt in your mind, Brother Chad, and Brother Weems, he puts a seed of doubt in your mind. Hallelujah. And Sister Tracy, Brother Chris, if he puts a seed of doubt in your mind, hallelujah, he can be successful in tearing down the vision of this church in Olathe, Kansas. We can't afford to yield to what the enemy wants us to do. My God, he has promised us too much to let it go. I need my brother. I need my sister. I can't function without you. Hallelujah. And let me tell you something. When the church body gets together in the unity of the Holy Ghost, There's no devil in hell that can step into this place. And there's no devil in hell that can make a stronghold in this place. Because we have bound together. You ever thought about the story of the Tower of Babel? Did you know it was God that said he can't stop that people when they're unified? Did you know that? That wasn't the devil said that. If it's true, and they were trying to do something that was not pleasing to God, just humor me for a moment. If we did the same thing, however, we focused on outreach, and we focused on killing backbiting, and we focused on killing gossiping, and we focused upon encouraging our brother and sister. And we focused upon every day I wake up, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mention a brother or sister. I don't have to mention the whole church every day, but I'm going to have a brother or sister on my mind. And I'm going to pray for them. What would happen? What would happen? God said if he didn't step down and he didn't confuse their languages and cause confusion, that they would have accomplished what they were trying to do. There's a power in unity. There's a power in unity. The devil's had a stronghold in Olathe, Kansas for too long. I'm going to say it again. The devil's had a stronghold in Olathe, Kansas for too long. I know we got some new folks, but how many of you remember those long mornings of prayer? When we were on one mind and one accord. How many of you remember coming together five o'clock, six o'clock in the morning and sometimes not leaving until nine, ten o'clock? Because we got together in one mind. Can I tell you something? And I'm ashamed to say it. I haven't been drunk in the Holy Ghost since that time. You want to draw the power of God into this place? There's something to be said about unity. If we can get in one mind, in one accord. Look, I don't care. Let me say it this way. We're people. We're human beings. Every one of us are going to have a difference in opinion about something. 
we don't have to major on the minor stuff, folks. We have some absolutes. We still preach around here. Repent. Be baptized in Jesus' name for the remission of sins. And ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. We preach, hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, thy mind, and thy soul. That's the first commandment. That's what we preach around here. Is that what we preach? Can we not come together and agree on these things? And let's leave aside these other things that don't matter. Yeah, you've got an opinion. So do I. But we don't have to talk about that. Hallelujah. We have a pastor. And he can work as mediator between you and me. If we can't work it out, let's take it to him. But let's not go to my brother and sister and say, hey, do you know what so-and-so told me the other day? I can't believe they really think that. Oh, man. I cannot believe the conversation I had the other day. Church, don't you understand? That's the devil. He's working. He's doing what he does best. The Bible calls him the deceiver of the brethren. He's the destroyer. He's walking around trying to figure out who can I destroy today? Who can I turn, tear down today? What can I do today? Because New Life Pentecostal Church, let me tell you something. 500 souls will come through that back door if we'll finally get back together in one mind and one accord. <laughs> Hallelujah. We'll be, we'll be building this church in less than six months if we'll just get together in one mind and one accord. I wonder what would happen in Gardner, Kansas if this church bound together, seeing that as a daughter work, if we bound together not just thinking about Olathe, Kansas, but we began to think about Gardner and we began to pray for him and we began to see God send him a revival. God, open the eyes of those people that are hungry because I know there's somebody searching truth. Hallelujah, we have a hundred plus thousand people right in Olathe, Kansas. And we're running 75, 80 people right now. We're not even scratching the surface of a percentage of what we have in store. 500 souls, that's nothing to 100,000. <sighs> I'm sorry. I'm... Hope you can feel my heart tonight. I'm not here trying to get on to us. I'm trying to encourage us. We can see so much. We've got so much set in front of us. God's opened the door and lay seen. Let me tell you, it's, it's not about me. And it's not about Sister Cecilia or Brother Darren. But there's hungry people in that city. And we've got to reach them too. And we've got to reach those folks in Overland Park and Lenexa in Mission. We've got to reach them in Shawnee. We've got to reach them all over the place. <laughs> but the devil knows our potential. The devil, I'm, the devil's not omnipresent, so don't get me wrong here, but I guarantee you the devil knows 
a good part of the people that lay at night on their pillows praying to God. God, if you're real, send somebody that's got a good dose of your spirit my way. God, if you're real, send somebody my way to show me that you really care for me. The devil knows how many people are like that. He's got enough demons out there that report to him on a regular basis. He knows this city's full of hungry people. Lord, bind us together. Lord, God, I pray that you would step into this place tonight. God, I pray that you would satisfy each and every one of our need tonight. God, we can't afford to leave this place, God, without your need. Our need being met. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, church. Let's, let's, let's pray real quick. Oh, God, we love you so much. We need you tonight, God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let me tell you something. I'm going to press on here. We can't find our way. We can't find our way. He comes and he finds us and he leads us back to where we need to be because he loves us that much. He didn't die for you or me just to let us go by the wayside. God loves you. God needs you. Or he would not have called you. Hallelujah. Psalm chapter 5 verse 8 says, Lead me, O Lord, in thy righteousness. Because of mine enemies, make thy way straight before my face. Psalm 31 and 3 said, For thou art my rock and my fortress. Therefore, for thy namesake, lead me and guide me. You don't know which way is up? Why don't you call out to him? Say, God, I have a need, and only you can feel it. And I need it done tonight. Hallelujah. For this very reason, being lost, that's why the psalmist felt it was important to pray to write in Psalms 139, verse 23, Search me, O God. Know my heart. Try me. Know my thoughts. See if there be any wicked way in me. And lead me in the way everlasting. You want to make it? You've got to follow the shepherd. You want to make it? You've got to follow the shepherd. Hallelujah. This all ties back into what I was saying. If we were all seeking first the kingdom of God and seeking our need to be met, the need of his spirit in our lives abundantly. If we were all seeking that on a regular basis, we would be in one mind and one accord. Because when we seek first the kingdom of God and we seek first his righteousness, then we're going to be thinking, hey, 
oh, you know that lady I seen the other day at uh, Walmart? I felt that little nudge right here, but I didn't do anything about it. Those things will be top priority. When you feel that nudge the next time and you're seeking first the kingdom of God, you're going to drop what you're doing and you're going to go talk to them. If you're seeking first the kingdom of God, <clears throat> when that person comes to you and says, hey, did you know what she said? Do you know what he said? Do you know what's going on in so-and-so's life? You're going to look at him and say, "Lo, I don't know. And I'd appreciate it if you don't tell me either. Because I love them and I want to see them make it all the way. And I'm going to pray for them. And I suggest you do the same. If we're seeking the kingdom of God and his righteousness, it's not going to be an issue. I'm going to love my brother. I'm going to love my sister. Yeah, I may have a different opinion on some things that I think are pretty crucial but let me tell you, it's not that important. Amen. Praise God. Search me, O oh God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. And see if there be any wicked way in me and lead me in the way, of ever, way everlasting. Amen. Search me, O oh God. Every day, search me, God. Search me, God. Know my thoughts. Amen. Know my thoughts. Moving on to verse number four in Psalm chapter 23. He says, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod, thy staff, they comfort me. <laughs> when I read that scripture, I realized I find that even in the midst of trouble, he's there with me. Psalm 138 and 7 says, Though I walk in the midst of trouble, thou wilt revive me. Thou shalt stretch forth thine hand against the wrath of mine enemies, and thy right hand shall save me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's there with me in the midst of my trouble. Amen. Hallelujah. We have to understand that the Lord is our everything. We can't survive without his help. Do you believe that? Let me ask again. How many of you have tried it on your own before? How'd it work out for you? How many of you tried the Lord before? How'd that work out for you? Hallelujah. Quite a difference, isn't it? Hallelujah. You feel a lot better when it's all said and done when he takes over. Hallelujah. I can't do it without his help. I can't survive without his help. I can't live without his help. Hallelujah. Psalms chapter 27 verses 1 through 5 said, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even mine enemies and my foes, came up on me to eat my, up my flesh, they stumbled and they fell. Though an host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war should rise against me, in this will I be confident. Verse 4 said, One thing have I desired of the Lord, that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all 
up the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. For in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set me upon, up, up, up on a rock. The Lord is my salvation tonight. Hallelujah. We want to see victory in this place. The Lord is our salvation tonight. Hallelujah. I, can't, I will fear nothing. Hallelujah. Despite what the devil's done in my life, despite his distractions, despite the temptations he's put in my way, hallelujah, I will fear nothing. For the scripture said, For God hath not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Hallelujah. Let me tell you a secret. If you're fearful tonight, it's not God. Hallelujah. God has not given us a spirit of fear. But if we're filled with his spirit, hallelujah, we are filled with power, love, and we have a sound mind. The Lord's my strength. I, I, I will fear nobody. Hallelujah. There's nobody, there's no circumstance, there's nothing bigger than my God. David understood that when he went before the giant. Yeah, the giant was big. But my God is bigger. My God is bigger. The Lord is my salvation. Hallelujah. The Lord is my salvation. Verses 4 and 6 in Psalms 23 says, Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We can all stand tonight. I want to try to bring this down to a close. Micah was not intimidated. Micah was not intimidated by his enemies. Hallelujah. Micah was knocked down. He felt surrounded, I'm assuming. He wrote Micah 7 and 8, said, Rejoice not against me, O mine enemy. Rejoice not against me, O mine enemy. When I fall, I shall arise. When I sit in darkness, the Lord shall be a light to me. Can I take this and try to personalize this a little bit? What if we looked at our enemy that's been fighting us tooth and nail? Trying to keep us down. Trying to persuade us that we're not going to make it. And that the promises of God are not going to come. Can we look at our enemy tonight? I say, rejoice not against me, O oh mine enemy. Because when I fall, <laughs> I'm going to rise. When I'm in darkness, the Lord, he's going to be a light to me. I refuse to fall for the wiles of the enemy. I refuse to stay down on the ground in defeat. Hallelujah, I'm, I'm here to encourage somebody. Why don't you get up on your feet tonight and why don't you start that trek back towards the goal that you started for a long time ago. Hallelujah, just stand up and shrug the enemy off and say, you thought you did it. You 
thought you had me. Don't start your party yet. Because God is my strength. The Lord is my salvation. I'm not afraid of what you have done to me in the past. Tonight's a new night. God's mercies are made new every day. Hallelujah, I'm gonna take advantage of it tonight. I'm gonna stand on my feet. I'm gonna ask him to come back into my life and to fill me to overflowing once again that he can supply all my need. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, is anybody with me this evening? Hallelujah, you want God to supply all your need tonight? Are you tired of what the enemy's been doing to you day after day after day after day? Hallelujah. The psalmist had it right in Psalm 27 and 4 again said, One thing have I desired of the Lord. That's what I'm going to seek after. That I may dwell in the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm going to dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. To behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. You're going through something. You don't understand what's going on. If I can just make it back to the house of God. That's my dwelling place. That's where my heart is. Yeah, I have a residence that I live with my family, but the house of God is where I want to live. That's where my heart lives. Hallelujah, that's the desire of my heart tonight. One thing have I desired of the Lord. That's what I'm seeking after, that I may dwell in his house all the days of my life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, don't you understand how many times have you come to the house of God covered in burdens, heavy laden, and you came to an altar and God removed them? If I can just make it to the house of God and I can surrender everything to him, he will remove the burden. Hallelujah, Jesus said, take my yoke upon you. For my yoke is easy. My burden is light. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, if you can just trust God. Just like the preacher said last week, he said, have faith in God. Faith is the evidence of things hoped for. The, th the evidence of things not seen. God made me a promise. I'm going to see it through. If I can just make it back to the house of God, the enemy has to depart. Hallelujah. When we come together to the house of God, we, we create a place for God to dwell. Did you know that? Did you know that? When we're in the house of God and we come together, we determine if God meets with us or not. The scripture said in the Psalms, O thou that inhabitest the praises of Israel. Israel were his people. We are his people. So we can take that verse and we can personalize it and we can say, O oh Lord, thou that inhabitest the praises of your people. We've come together tonight and we've been praising God and we felt his presence and that's what we're supposed to do.
But you understand when he comes into the house of God, he don't just come by accident. He has a purpose and a plan for each and every service. Hallelujah. And I'm here to tell you tonight, his plan and his purpose is to refill somebody with the Holy Ghost. Oh, we don't have to lay our hands on you. You know how to pray through to the Holy Ghost. You know how to yield to the Spirit. Hallelujah. Can we not create an atmosphere of praise in this place? Can we not create an atmosphere of worship that he can come down and that he can meet with us and that he can take care of all those situations and that we can put away the yoke of sin that has bound us for so long? Can we not make an atmosphere of worship and praise for the remainder of this service that we can lay everything at the foot of the cross and let it be covered by the blood of the Lamb of Jesus as Brother Jared was talking about in the beginning of service? Can we come tonight together? One mind, one accord, a threefold cord is not easily broken. Hallelujah. I've come to create a place for him to dwell. I've come to create a place that he can move into this place. His spirit is holy. And where his holiness is, no sin can dwell. Hallelujah. Therefore, when Jesus is in the house, no demon in hell can step into this place and distract you. Hallelujah. Because his spirit is holy. Hallelujah. His spirit is holy. Hallelujah. We, when we're in his house and he meets with us, all hell trembles. Did you understand that? All hell trembles every time we come in the house of God and we touch his throne. When we're worshiping in one mind and one accord and the power of God is flowing through this place, the devils begin to shake in their boots wondering what in the world's going to happen tonight. Where are they going to go in the spirit tonight? What's God going to do in their midst tonight? Because they can't step foot in here. They can't come in and they can't destroy when we're in one mind and one accord. Because we've bound them, we've cast them out, and we've bound our hearts and our minds together. Hallelujah. We've been seeking him. Hallelujah. How about we do that for a little bit longer tonight? We don't, we don't. We've got to make hell tremble tonight. Hallelujah. Why don't we run the enemy out of our lives? Hallelujah. I'm telling you, the devil has had too, too many strongholds in too many of our lives for too long. Hallelujah. Praise God. So my challenge to you tonight is, what are you going to do? Are you going to leave this place? Hanging on to those things that you came in with. Are you going to come and shake them off at the feet of Jesus? And you're going to yoke up with him. Take upon him, upon yourself his burden. You're going to let him supply your need tonight. Hallelujah, these altars are open. You can come stand. You can come kneel. You can come worship. You can do whatever you feel. Hallelujah, but I, I feel like somebody needs to leave this place tonight. Hallelujah, refill with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah, 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 Jesus. Oh, God, bind us together, Lord, in one mind, one accord. God, we want to press through, Lord Jesus.
us to a place that we've never been at before. God, we need you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah.